0: Welcome to the What's the Revolution show, a show for men and the people who love them, where we discuss how men can find and embrace the healthiest versions of themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corpro. I once wore the moniker of an angry black man. In the midst of the Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Eric Garner, Philando Castile, Alton Sterling, and Sandra Bland era... The pain of waking up black and male every day day began to seep into my core, dictating my actions with anyone I perceived as the oppressor, even the one I loved. I remember the day after the election of President Trump. As I traveled to one of the reddest states in the Union, I kept my head low and did not peer into anyone's eyes. I knew that if I locked eyes with anyone that my anger might well up, and I might say something that I would regret. As we continue to experience challenging times with policies and programs that either strip away rights or place new barriers in front of us, or the constant barrage of hate that flows through our conscious and unconscious minds, how do we cope? For 46 years I have watched my sage, my mother, rest upon her knees to give thanks to her God. While I am at home, I am usually awakened by the subtle murmurs of her meditations. Although I have rebelled against many of the humble teachings of my mother, this practice of meditation has slowly stymied the beast that lay within me. It is in that quiet time each morning that I find peace from the heaviness that encapsulates my heart. It is in those moments that I find hope that someday the beast welling within me will find another home. I am joined today by Constance Thompson, Todd and Chance Powell as we discuss self-care, meditation, and how the practice and philosophies of Buddhism can help men and women find the healthiest versions of themselves. Welcome, everyone, to the What's Your Revolution show. I am honored and blessed to have you on my show. Thank you. How y'all doing? Thank,
1: Thank you for
0: having us. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's just make sure everybody's... Talking into the mic so we can make sure we hear those wonderful, wonderful voices that we got going on. Give thanks. Give thanks to what we've got going on here, brothers. We had some good conversation before the show, you know. (laughs) So let me ask you this question. We start over here with my brother, Chance. What's the revolution?
1: The only solution is the human revolution. Mm. Uh, Karmic retribution is something that we all partake in, regardless of class or caste something that unites us in a interwoven matrix of consciousness and subconsciousness. Human revolution is the revolutionizing of one's mind, spirit, thought, action, and deed to looking at the weaknesses, particularly, that we don't want to bear truth with in ourselves. And by that, transformation creates... Uh, a breaking of the stagnation of our movement, of our thought, and of our deeds for ourselves and for each and every collective person that we come across, whether that be our friends, our family, our environment. We are one with our environment. And with the human revolution, you can truly transform that, transform that.
0: Boom. That's probably one of the deepest answers we've had, brother. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) You know, I
0: appreciate that. you You know what I'm saying? The human revolution and how we interact and how we place ourselves in space with everyone else. How we bring our best selves I think that's what I heard yes, sir. but that's as we talked about this every day as I talked about my relationship here with New Orleans, it's work. you know <laughs> it, it, it is work every day, brother. thank you. We're gonna go to the sister here. Mm-hmm. Constance. Yes. what's your revolution?
3: To just be the best version of myself. Like chance said, we all strive. We all strive to do our own human revolution and so that means me looking myself in the mirror each day and transforming the things that is the most difficult for me the things that I'm a scared I'm scared of but then it also helps me to polish those those gifts and those skills that I possess within myself so it's just being the highest best version of myself that's it that's my revolution each day
0: highest best version of yourself you know mm-hmm. and you know I want to dig a little deeper go ahead you know so what does that look like for you your highest, best version of yourself? Because you know what? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still looking for that, so mm. I'm hoping for a model.
3: Okay, so that means that oftentimes we encounter obstacles or we encounter people who we may disagree with, um, things that we may not understand. And for me, that is being open and honest with myself and with other people. So having open dialogue, that helps me to tap into the best, highest version of myself. I got you. So every day, what that looks like for Constance is me waking up every single morning, doing daimoku, chanting gongyo. Um, That's a practice that we have in the morning and the evening as much as you want um, or as little as you want, but in order to get the most that you want, the results out of it, you have to keep on going. So that's what it looks like for me.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Thank you.
3: Thank you. <laughs> bringing
0: that practice in.
3: Yeah, practice.
0: Every day. Mm-hmm. Th- and, and that's what it is, practice. Brother Todd, you Luke. Yes, sir. You know, we are blessed. We are blessed to have your wisdom here with us today.
4: Well, I'm glad to be here you with know, your wisdom.
0: Amen. Let me tell you. I, look, when I go home God. today, <laughs> when I go God home man. today take, take, taking all of this, it's <laughs> going to be amazing. Todd, brother, what's um, your What's your revolution?
4: My revolution is is taking all my weaknesses, because first, before we go outside of myself, I have to really uh, uh, get in balance with myself first, Mm. you know what I'm saying, to reach the highest version of myself. I have to be in tune. Um, Every arrow has to be pointed in one direction, and if you look at me, I still have a a lot of work because I'm under construction. Gotcha, but Ooh. but cognitively, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I feel um, I feel that once I master, you know, myself and my weaknesses, then I'll be a better servant to the community, to the family, to the political structure to change because I'm really about change. And what I understand, um, the definition of revolution as the book's have been written. Um, we, we 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 look at war and all these things, but it's the war within oneself. Exactly.
0: You know exactly. what
4: I'm saying? And and, and I feel uh, in our communities, we've been misinformed for so long mm. about about a variety of things, about how to live. We've been we've been um, informed and, and our parents. They they did the best they, they they could do with what they had right. in their understanding exactly. And today they with, gave with, us they uh,
0: gave us their spirit as much yes, as they could. Yes
4: yes. And and for me, um, when I when I became Buddhist, uh, my life it it took a a, a catapult somewhere else. And and my human revolution is that I could be the, the highest version of myself, so that I could be the highest version of what. A human supposed to be to another
2: human. And yes. It's not
4: limited to just my culture or my race of people. It's for humanity. It's for humanity.
0: Yeah. Brother, if we walk like this, if everyone took the chance to walk like that, to really introspectively look and think like that, to walk with you in, in your humanity and how, they, how you interact with everyone else, we would be a better place. Right. Right. Lord oh, mm-hmm.
2: you right.
0: know and what I love what you said and what everybody said around this human revolution and, and they were all a little bit different right but that that con- we are all under construction and when people ask me that question I, I I tell them every day that I am under construction that this is my revolution that my personal revolution will lead to my global revolution yes but I cannot be. Revolutionary outwardly if I'm not revolutionary inwardly. And I love that you all see that. Go ahead, Constance. There's
3: there's one quote um, by our mentor, uh, President Daisaku Ikeda. It says uh, the human human revolution of just one person can transform the world. Mm. Because just like Chance was saying, there's many different revolutions, but you cannot tackle any of them without tackling yourself. Within yourself, your family, your community, it all it, oh, it's a ripple effect, you know, but so often people is like, No, that's the problem. That's the problem. No. You gotta look and face yourself in the mirror first yeah, before you address it. Exactly. Else. And
0: that's hard. That that's hard looking and seeing who you are. Let me ask you a, a question, Todd. You know, as we talk about revolutionary, you talk about being Buddhist, right? And that's what the, the context of the show about. Okay. Would you consider the Buddha a revolutionary? Yes. Why?
4: Because bec- uh, in my in my teachings, when Shakyamuni, who was a prince in India, over what three thousand or so years ago, Easy.
3: okay,
4: mm-hmm. uh, he was so wealthy and he was so protected and sheltered that he didn't know of struggle, right? So for some reason or another, the story goes that he was able to get outside of the palace and. When he got outside the palace he seen people suffering in poverty. In in and in in, in in our lingo and in, in street lingo it's like, <laughs> yo, but well, why are you living like that and I'm living like, this, like and, this and this so this is wrong. So 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 dude got under this tree and started meditating and mm. chanting to so that other humans because every human being has this inherit uh this innate potential to, to, to raise up to the highest version of themselves, nice. no matter what the situation is, no matter what struggles or obstacles you're able to overcome them but you're you're equipped being a human being to 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 deal with it and Buddhism is more like for me it's a vehicle that allows allows me to look at my obstacles and not look at something outside of myself to say oh I'm gonna get this from doing this outside of myself it's like I'm gonna go inside and tie a chant to part one thing I love, I've learned even bigger than um a lot of things in Buddhism is that I can't get rid of my negative potential I can't get rid of that it's not about getting rid of it what do you mm-hmm. mean what do you, you mean know you know it? how we have two polarities yeah. uh positive and negative it's like a car Doc, nah? <laughs> you you can't start the car with just the positive cable mm-hmm or you can't start the car with just a negative cable. You need both of them. Exactly. Unless it's a standard where you can <laughs> do Barney we, Rubble. Right, right, <laughs> right. right, right. And, and, and what I found is that um, I would have to lean more towards the positive cable in, in dealing with, I have to accept the negative and try to channel it into positivity. And what I could do from there is I could uh, shine because in Buddhism it's about winning. And, and that's the biggest thing I love about Buddhism. It's about winning every day. Every day I could overcome whatever obstacle or whatever uh, problem or whatever. It's in my way. I could chant it out the way. Right. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Uh, we're
0: going to get to that in one, mm-hmm. one second because it's interesting. Chanting and meditation, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the different forms and different thoughts, philosophies of Buddhism. Constance, I want you to elaborate more on the Buddhist story for those who don't know. But those who think, you know, Charles has got this this group on who come with this celestial, you know, because <laughs> Todd alluded to some of the story that the, the Buddha was privileged.
4: Right. You know, mm-hmm. and,
0: and if we think about how we're we're seeing our time, current times mm-hmm. and, and and the privileged and the oppressed and how we're asking sometimes the privileged to see and experience and understand the lived experiences of those who have been ex- uh, oppressed. Mm-hmm. What the story with the Buddha is, is that he got outside of the palace and said, whoa, mm-hmm. you know, this is what's going on. So can you elaborate more about that story, Constance?
3: Okay, so just for clarification, the Buddhism that we practice mm-hmm. is called Nichiren Daishonin Buddhism. Okay. And so Nichiren Daishonin was um, a Buddhist monk, and uh, it was back in the 13th century Japan. And he saw through, he read many, many sutras, right? Right but the
2: What's
3: sutra, a sutra a Sutra is a book it's a a book of teaching a learning it's just like um say for instance like the Bible has many chapters mm-hmm. so um but the the lotus Sutra is what we really uphold and the lotus Sutra says that no matter who you are no matter if you're a man a woman what sexual orientation whoever you are that you can be enlightened in this moment here and now
0: Enlighten. What does that mean? Enlighten. I en- just want to make sure everybody who's sitting around the table understands sutra. Enlighten. What does that mean? An
3: enlightened an enlightened being is one who is open to their own to the world around them and their own, I guess, um, their nature. Their nature as in let me let me choose my words carefully. Mm-hmm. Maybe chance could uh help me out, but um a cause awakened one is one who's pretty much alert to the world around them not so much as it is presented or perceived but the truth and it's able to really continue to work on work on that the community in which they live and the world in which they live
0: so if so, if is listening and say well you know I'm woke is woke and enlightened the same thing
3: yes it is a form of enlightenment okay. Okay. it is to, to be quite honest it is because it means you're paying attention to something Greater than yourself, actually, as well.
0: Okay, I got so, you.
3: um, so yes, yeah, so just fast forward a, a little bit. Uh, Japanese Buddhist monk, reformer, educator, and so we have we had uh three mentors in this practice. Mm-hmm. It, it could go further back, but the most important thing, um, to take away from now, present 2018, is that this is a practice based and rooted on um, the dignity of life because in japan during that time um a lot of people who were practicing something else if they weren't looking up to the emperor it was um they practiced shintoism mm-hmm. exactly so um if you weren't practicing that uh you were killed and so people take over land all different types of things but he was him along with Jose Toda along with president Makaguchi and our current president Daisaku Ikeda really put put forth this this philosophy of cherishing the human dignity of life.
0: Because gotcha, gotcha.
3: at that time, it was denigrated, right. It was non-existent.
0: Right. You listen to the Western Revolution show as we sit here talking about how self-care and the principles of Buddhist Buddhism can mm-hmm. allow us to find the highest, best version of ourselves. Chance, I want to bring you in here, brother, to just really continue the story that Constance is talking about. My understanding is as we continue to grow in in, in the Buddhist principles and practice, is that the struggle or the understanding of struggle is the is one of the strongest pieces to really being strong in the practice, right? So why is the struggle or the acknowledgement of the struggle so important?
1: You have great questions, and I love the way you formulate your show and formulate the yeah. questions. Um, always constructively, positively, you know, putting forth the question to have it to be received that way. That's another form of what we practice cause and effect. And the more a theologian uh, becomes aware through study, through actionary practice and theoretical means, you put together the trinity, you put together a correlation that all ideologies have interrelational core and correlations, then they differ. So if life is the body, the environment is the shadow. It is irrefutable for a person to with money, with class, with clout, prestige, to avoid obstacles, to avoid life, circumstances of birth, aging, sickness, and death. It's irrefutable. People try to buy time with multi-millions of dollars and are falling short of that. So the sense of happiness is really the core, going off what Mr. Todd mentioned earlier, of our practice. Through human revolution of one... Challenging this yin and yang, the positive and negative functions, and when and of each other within yin and yang, there's negative and a positive, and there's positive within the negative. It is the balance. It is the correlation for you to find the middle way, like Libra of a scale, to be able to have logic but also to have faith, to have hope. So the correlation between understanding a blueprint, like in the sutras, are written stages of enlightenment that Shakyamuni the original buddha went through and people know these as the lotus sutra and nirvana more so because of socialization they know nirvana more so that you can attain enlightenment
0: right exactly or
1: same with in other ideological backgrounds you have to pass from the physical realm in order to attain excuse me attain this actual enlightenment where in the lotus sutra states that you can attain that in this lifetime right in this form Um, In this current form. Mm Nietzsche and Dachshonin expounded upon that as a a religious reformer. And you have to know, you just do, you have to know your facts. And not to become so emotional within talking about political or religious forms. That's why it's not considered a religion. It's considered a a philosophy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. By a daily practice, whether that be yoga, which is another form, kundalini, Another form, you know, Pilates. All of these are different forms that are silent meditation. And in Nichiren Daishonin's Buddhism, correlates the difference between Mahayana and Theravada practices, which are the two constructs of silent meditation and vocal meditation. Okay. And that's the chanting. This Mm is right. So we chant nam myoho kyo Right. In the morning and in the evening, we recite Sanskrit, which is the actual mix of Chinese, Japanese, and coming through the Hindu texts of Shakyamuni. And we chant this regardless of what language you speak, whether it be in India and Thailand and Philippines or in any of the Spanish countries or Spanish speaking countries, excuse me, we chant together. Nam right. heard was written in your respective language, but when we chant it is simultaneously and we become one right when we recite Gangyo the second chapter of Thus come One and the or lifespan chapter and thus come one chapter. Although it's written in your respective language, Portuguese, we recite it. When it's sounded out, it is exactly the same, which is quite phenomenal. So you can really put into a context of becoming one, not just on a literary mean, literary means, but also a metaphysical means that when we're chanting, the silent practices comes in in our silent prayers. So we also pray for the last prayer before we close and conclude this ceremony in the air what we consider when we're chanting of people of different descents, classes mm-hmm. in one room, you know, Orlando Bloom and, you know, <laughs> uh, Herbie Hancock right. and it doesn't it, matter. Exactly. You know, it how how that. can we, again, become that best person, regardless of my title in this life. Right. That's not where it stops. This is a cultural movement for world peace. That's the movement is world peace. So you're fighting for something bigger than that, than a macrocosm, but you have to put your work in in the microcosm. Right. And but right. from that microcosm, the little universe to a bigger universe, you can manifest whatever you're trying to accomplish. I got you. I got you. But speak
0: to and, and what you said in, in the early part of that answer was this positive and negative. You cannot avert. You cannot supersede. You cannot avoid struggle. No, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, no. you cannot avoid struggle. Again, Why is that acknowledgement so critical for our growth into enlightenment?
1: The blueprint is the structural process that allows one to proceed without fault, and to back, piggyback off what Mr. Ty said focus, if your focus is, again, on a macrocosm, global world peace, how are you constructing that in your daily life? So you mentioned about your environment, uh, participating in certain actionary processes that helps you stay on that path. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a blueprint, it's the same like you mentioned about parenting. Right. The the, the teachers, the mentors We don't praise President Nikita, but he is a mentor for the revolutionary causes of what you can do as a human being, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as an ordinary human being to attain that kind of state, but not to meet me, but to surpass me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, 192 countries and territories, there's 195 globally, but yet a lot of people don't know about Nietzschean Buddhism, Mm -hmm. so it could be perceived as a... You know, as a culturist kind of group, it's a secret. No, spread it, talk about it. Because religious philosophers can sit down and have this kind of discussion because it talks about the basic principles of self care, self awareness, what you eat, how you live. Right. You know, that's right. How you treat yourself, how you you treat treat others. Exactly. Not even people, but this living organism called Mother Earth. How do we treat her? How do we interact with this? Exactly. It's important. Constance, because I want to
0: play on this for one second, and I'm going com- to come to you in one second, Todd, is that you said that there is this myth that Buddhism is, you know, yeah. that, oh, all, all, all of this, and, and people watching on Facebook, well, I can see my hands moving. Why do you think that Buddhism is not, and I'll say, I'll just use this term, in vogue for people of color, and particularly men of color? Why do you, why do you think that it's not a common practice? I don't know the last time I had a conversation with two other men of color, two other particularly two other <laughs> black men about very Buddhism. Black. So why do you think that very there's black. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Why do you think there's this myth that you know th- that's not for me?
3: That is a very good question and I can't speak for everybody. Right. Um However, I would I would say it's how we grew up. Mhm. Um Everybody encountered this practice at different points in their life. I know I grew up Christian. I grew up Lutheran. um, And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying sometimes um, I would say it's hard for people to take a moment and look at themselves in a mirror. You were talking about struggle. I think we talk about that a lot because sometimes when you become defeated, that's when you start doing some crazy things. Right,
0: That is true. That that is definitely true. You don't
3: respect your life and you don't respect anybody else's. So when you talk about struggle, you talk about winning in this practice, like mm-hmm. Mr. Ty was saying, and that's why we focus a lot on it.
0: Right.
3: Um. So why do <laughs> the question was why do I think this is not attractive to not some attractive, people? Not attractive,
0: not in vogue. You know, we, it is not something that we talk about because it takes Ch- a lot of work. Christianity. No, it
3: takes a lot of work. It's it's it's. It's really focused on you. Mm -hmm. It's not reliant upon anybody else outside of you. Mm -hmm. It is a practice that strictly deals with you and your life.
0: Mm. Shout out to uh, my homie, uh, Florentina (laughs) Steger, who lives and centers in her life every day, this practice of Buddhism. Todd, why do you think that it's it's not in vogue?
4: I believe that it's not in vogue because society has been... Uh, with the handle of uh, Christianity, Judaism and Islam. That was the major religions that's world that's globally uh in effect. And also it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't real. It wasn't it wasn't talked about daily uh, like those three major religions. Like Constance, I was born Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Catholic elementary and high school, St. Al. And then and then um on my first my first federal vacation, I went. <laughs> I went. I went. I became Muslim for 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 twenty some odd years. Bismillah rahman rahim But I found that I believe this that the three major religions, anything that had to kill to promote a belief system, that ain't from nothing divine. Right. Period. Mm. And all three of those uh, participated in transatlantic slave trade. Buddhism uh, was constructed from. I see suffering, and we need to do something
0: about it. Right,
4: right, exactly,
0: exactly. As we think about this, as we go to break, um, you know, everything that you've dropped so far, I mean, I'm sure that people listening are like, what? (laughs) As I say, what?
5: (laughs) What? you
0: know <laughs> as you think about your thoughts right now what are you struggling with and how are you overcoming how are you using the meditative practices that we're going to talk about to find the healthiest version of yourself stay tuned we're going to continue this conversation about how buddhism can help you be the best version of yourself we we'll see you on the other side
5: This is Lester Love with today's Motivational Minute. Most people will agree that your greatest asset is also your greatest liability. For instance, if you are a homeowner, your home is your greatest asset, but also it is the largest financial responsibility that you have. So since your greatest asset is also your greatest liability, how many of you have been called stubborn? That you want to have your way, that you have to have your way, but also from the same place that stubbornness comes from is also discipline. So could it be that maybe you are not using your stubbornness to help you? Use that stubbornness and get back in the gym. Be stubborn for something that's going to help you. Be stubborn to read more, to spend more time in prayer. Reverse the curse of stubbornness and make it disciplined so it can work for you. This is Lester Love of the City of Love with today's Motivational Minute. Tune into Spreading Love Sundays at 12 p.m. on WBOK, 1230 a.m. Real Talk for Real Times.
1: Half Shell is now on the Bayou. Located at 2517 Bayou Road, enjoy the delicious cuisine of Half Shell on the Bayou at our brand new location. Half Shell on the Bayou has a full-service oyster bar. You can get them char grilled, raw, or fried. And they offer the best gumbo in the city. Enjoy $2 margaritas and mojitos during the happy hour from 4 to 7 p.m. And you can check out the special Sunday brunch. So make sure to check out Half Shell on the Bayou at the new location at 2517 Bayou Road.
2: When it comes to modern banking, people in Louisiana want a bank they can rely on for quality service and convenience. At Metairie Bank, we're proud to say that for 70 years, we've been that trusted institution because of how?
0: We connect with you.
2: From commercial and residential loans to mobile technology that makes banking easier, there's one local bank you can always count on.
3: Battery bank.
2: As the longest standing commercial bank headquartered in Jefferson Parish, we're 70 years strong, but forever young because we connect with you. And we're pleased to offer the latest in mobile banking so you can check your balance, make a deposit or pay a bill at any time from anywhere. Battery Bank. From the South Shore to the North Shore. If you're looking for a local bank with a 70 year tradition that continues to evolve with modern technology, come see how.
3: We connect with you, Battery Bank.
2: Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
0: This is another little known black history fact. Born into a family of free blacks in Maryland, Benjamin Banneker learned the rudiments of reading, writing, and arithmetic from his grandmother and a Quaker schoolmaster. Later, he taught himself advanced mathematics and astronomy. He is best known for publishing an almanac based on his astronomical calculations.
1: This has been another little-known black history fact. Celebrate Black History Month with WBOK, 1230 a.m., New Orleans. I see the stars up in the sky picture in her last goodbyes thinking about the way she used to say she loved me but it don't matter anymore because i'm not the same like i was before i've changed from life normally i cause a fit running round and throwing wish
0: welcome back to it the, the what's a revolution show Man, that voice should sound familiar. <laughs> Those are the melodic tones of my man, Chance Powell, my guest here today on the What's Your Revolution show as he joins Constance Thompson and Taja Luke as we talk about self-care, meditation, and how Buddhism and its philosophies and practices can help you find the best and healthiest version of yourself. Let me read this quote to you all. Um When I discovered that it was possible to avoid becoming ensnared in the mentality of an angry black man by applying Buddhism, I felt I had found a great treasure not just for me, but also for my people. Let me read that again. When I discovered that it was possible to avoid becoming ensnared in the mentality of an angry black man by applying Buddhism, I felt I had found a great treasure not just for me, but also for my people. So what, what,
4: does that, what does that quote do for you? Check this out. Check this out. You know, um, I was a St. Augustine superstar basketball player. And when I graduated from there, I went to college in Miami. And in the 80s, I got exposed to the drug culture. Right? So I was using and selling. Right? So when I come back home, using and selling, I get busted and go to jail, but I didn't know anything about the disease of addiction. Mm. Right? So I get busted and I'm mad at the people for busting me. <laughs> so, so 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 now we're gonna lean into cognitive dissonance.
2: Mm. Right? Look, brother. We, we we
4: we gonna we're gonna lean into that because then um, I thought it was wrong for them because I seen corruptions. not that I'm aware, that's part of the lower worlds. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I thought corruption was good. I thought it was right because we've been oppressed. You and know, that's how saying? we got ahead. <laughs> that's how we got. That's how, what I thought. Right, exactly. But but really, I was harming not only myself, I was harming everybody else too. So I get busted one time and I met my boss Mr. Leon Cannizzaro. Okay. And All right. and when and when I got busted, I hated him because my my concept, my thinking was that he was the enemy and 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 I was this victim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In my addiction. Right. And 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 I didn't know. So anyway, fast forward, I meet Mikula Iverson. Mm. Um my it was my significant other at the time. She's Buddhist. And while on all of my vacations, I always got some pamphlets from Buddhism, but I never, like, really took the time, not like it is today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was chanting, and I said, damn, what's that? I need to do that. So, And I wasn't working. So she said, just do it. Don't worry. Just do it and see what happens. <laughs> so, man, I do. I remind you, I'm a career criminal. I was. Career criminal. Six drug convictions, you know, in our great state. After three, after three, you up there? It's twenty. To, it's twenty to life, right? Right. A yeah. chance. So I called the DA's office um, concerning um, expungement because I knew I needed to work because my mind's starting to get a little clarity. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So um, as the lady explaining the process, I asked, "Could I speak to Mister Cannizzaro?" She said, "Well, how do you know him, Mister Jaluk?" I said, "Well, he sentenced me to ten years." <laughs> she was like, "Wow, you know him!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I do." So, she gave him my phone number, and he called me. Man, he said, "Mr. Jaluk, I hear you doing some great things with your life today." I said, "The next right thing for the next right reason." What? You heard what I just that said. That's a tweetable moment. The next right thing for the next right, right reason. Right. How and hard. through chanting, the courage to call and inquire with this with this guy. That's what that's what that's what did for me. And from that point till today. I done got a clemency with John Bell Edwards. I done got my master's, and I'm opening a reentry detox and treatment Man, program. that's the praise that, right there. From the, from, the, from the ground up,
0: chanting,
4: Congra- I'm your whole ring, get Kyo.
0: Congratulations on that, brother. Yeah.
4: You know, that that is a
0: blessing. Yeah. You know, and you are you attributing it? You know, because you know, I'm a psychologist, you yes. know what I'm saying? So yep. we, we, we talk about correlation does not prove yeah. causation. But are you attributing your your life change to your to your change in the philosophy
4: and philosophy and my belief system. Yeah. Mm. Because I don't have to go outside of myself. I can go in front the gohansen and look at myself and chant because Nietzschean infused his ru or uh, his spirit in the Sanskrit. Right. F- to win.
3: To
0: win. Yeah. Uh, to win. Mm. Constance, you want to say something you seem like you he, no, I'm it. just, no, I'm just, you're I'm, learning, you're listening. Yeah,
3: because it this is a very, it's a very powerful, on, on, on first glance, like with this conversation, we're throwing a lot of terms out there, we're exactly. going really deep, so we be like, wait, what, what's <laughs> they, really going on They're going to have to go,
0: we're going to give them a place to go. But
3: it's so, it, that's how everybody encounters this practice at some point in their life, and somebody just encourages them to just try it. It will really change your life.
0: Right. To just and that's,
3: try. Just try. Just try. It. We believe in something. It's called actual proof. It's a real terminology that we have. And actual proof means that you see the benefit of this working mm-hmm. in your life. That's yeah. what it And means. most oftentimes, your friends and your family members are, are the see people who see it first. Right. But the...
0: They're a little afraid because I, I know if I bring this to they my, are, yeah. I, I know if I bring this to my mother she's like well baby I'm a I'm a Christian mm-hmm. you know and uh-huh. chance will come to because I want you to answer this question but yeah. I, I need to put this out there it, is there's this belief that you can't be Buddhist in anything else right but you can be Christian and Buddhist and have the same presence. you can be Muslim and Buddhist yeah. right so to put that out there to understand that. It's not particularly a faith. It's philosophies and practices that guide that spirit. And you can bring your faith along with it or make this as a, 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 the, the, the how do I say, mm-hmm. with the parallel. Right. Right. You Don't know? Lots it up, baby. right, it, it, Exactly. Chance, that, that quote, how did that resonate with you?
1: Well, first and foremost, my mother um, was Christian background and actually was a little bit more in, entangled in because my grandmother decided to... Um, step into the faith of Jehovah Witness. So, majority of my family today is still Jehovah Witness. So, the background of myself, although being born into this practice, has always been open to going into other ideological backgrounds and settings. Mm-hmm. Um, not having a, a veered or smeared view of, or being told by my mom something negative about whatever I was going to be exposed to, just be open to it mm-hmm. and study. So, you know, for yourself, when I see things in a book that are not readily identified to the pictures that I look up and see, my correlation to my consciousness doesn't compute that. So I automatically have red flags that post questions. And then when I'm shut down by asking those questions that I'm, a, I'm allowed to do in a philosophy that talks to whoever, world dignitaries to, you know what I'm saying, people that ain't got their head blown out at 18, but are still able to be here and talk about mm-hmm. that experience. But. Yet when I ask the questions in a p- particular ideological setting, I'm shunned or I'm deemed uh, a tyrant. Mm-hmm. So, from from that statement, there's there's a very clear depiction of you know like internal, external. We have what we call the ten worlds. You know, in Buddhism the philosophy is that if I want to transform my life or anything that is in my life. I must transform it internally first exactly. to externally, not externally to internally. So we start off with hell is the lowest form. People that are just murdering for no reason, no reason at all. raping, the, all of these things, the Me Too move, like things like that covet on that kind of nature. So hell, hunger, and animality are the lowest forms of a human condition. And we're just talking about condition. We're just right. think about working out, right. working out like spiritually for your soul, which is why our church is, is great. But the correlation of being able to do that kind of work still depends on your daily practice of it so hell hunger animality anger anger then you have a state of transplacency or complacency you don't want to progress but you don't want to digress excuse me after that you have a state of joy or bliss transcendent and never last so these are what we consider the lower six worlds cuz that's what most of the world dwells in
0: it's, con- it's conscious
1: so after that you have the higher four worlds of learning realization Bodhisattva hood, as you're creating platforms for other people, yourself as an educator, Mm -hmm. yourself as a curator for the community, the the culture itself, Mm -hmm. and then Buddhahood. And the Buddhahood doesn't mean that you're above, again, this hierarchy or now all of a sudden I'm going to fly across the room. (laughs) It gives you the wisdom and the compassion to understand that you are in a human form. So you have a tendency because of these states to drop down at any one of them at any given time, yet the realization of how you can transform that negative into an actual positive. Right. And that's the main thing is learning how the blueprint, why is the blueprint important? Learning how to transform negatively or things that are perceived negatively and make and manifest positive outcomes exactly. for yourself and everybody involved. Everybody. Right. And that, it's that, a
3: practice for oneself and others. Right. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And what you all are saying encompasses everything that we talk about here on this show.
1: Fantastic.
0: You know, when you ask, when you talk about revolution, I every day i'm almost i 'm almost welling up with emotion because this is it right. this, this is it this personal revolution that leads to global revolution that is what this is about and if you're not practice, we, we become selfish and I think that yeah. I think that mm-hmm. when we talk about the what's your Revolution show, you know we talk about that we want this content to go out you know we want as we talked before the show, I want this content to go out to help people think through how they can be empowered and hopefully at some point enlightened. Yeah, yeah. you're listening to the What's a Revolution show. I'm sitting here as we talk about self-care, meditation, and Buddhism, and how you can be the best, highest version of yourself with Constance Thomson, Constance Thompson, Todd Luke, and Chance Powell. If you check out the replay of this, you're going to hear a great song by this brother as he let us in after break, brother. Um, no, I appreciate you so much. Quietly, quickly, How has Buddhism, in one sentence, changed your life? And I know, Todd, you've answered this question, but I want to hear this from Constance and then Chance. How has it changed your life? You can put it in one sentence. How has it changed your life?
3: It has made me a more compassionate person. And it has made me respect everybody. Mm. I don't care what background you come from. I'm giving you respect. And I think we take that term, that, that actual word for granted a lot because it, we do a lot of disrespectful things to each other.
0: Each other. Yes, we do. And
3: So, yeah. Yeah. So, in one sentence that has definitely showed me what it means to cherish somebody else's life, and that's it. Yes. <laughs> that's
0: no, we do disrespectful things. And
3: yeah.
0: And we are not, you know, I think... The, Devoid of being disrespectful mm-hmm. Right even though, we, even though we think we may be in res- Being respectful yeah. We may not be
3: right.
0: And that understanding that To be higher To be the best version of ourselves, We need to look at every action mm-hmm. Right Intent and impact mm-hmm. right. and Sometimes our intent is not the same But we have to understand that And that's one of the flaws That I have been trying to work through I didn't mean that But I have to understand that, that impact What what my actions had on you
1: mm-hmm. repercussions. Yeah, I- exactly Chance. Uh, I'm going to actually um, put this in, in paraphrase uh, for myself because it correlates exactly with my life. Chanting Nam Yaharenge Kyo Nietzsche, in Nietzschean Buddhism has allowed me to become a person with a heart as broad as a great river, as wide as the ocean, and as vast as the blue sky. Wonderful friendships that unfold from such big hearts what Buddhism is done from me. Right.
0: Wow. Read that last part again.
1: Buddhism has allowed me, by chanting Nami Aringekyo, to become a person with a heart as broad as a great river, as wide as the ocean, and as vast as the blue sky. <laughs> Wonderful friendships that unfold from such big hearts. Wonderful. It's
0: wide.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wide. And that's what we need in our world. I'm, I think about the people that watch the show every week. You know... My, my line brother, Antoine Hickman, is probably one of the funniest, most caring people that I know. Wide. He's lovable, you know, but gives himself to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Wonderful friendships that have been created over 24 years of our lives. Wow. But that's an interesting thing that the, the heart opens your heart. But you can't open your heart if you haven't done the work. You know, and it's interesting, Todd, and I, and I want my people to understand who
4: you are. Wow, um, when 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 I look at the, what SGI USA did for me, um, and I reflect back to uh, being in shootouts, getting shot at without me having a gun, uh, walking around homeless like the people that's under the bridge. All those things, and I always did have a, a, a potential for greatness. Because I wasn't raised like this. I believe my life is on purpose. I believe my life is on purpose in the aspect. Wait, to, wait. What do you <coughs> mean? What do you mean by that? Your life is on purpose. On purpose. It's on purpose that we're right here today with you, Doc. Yeah. It's on purpose that we, we, we're here. It's on purpose that we chant nom noho ringe kyo to raise our life condition and, 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 and to raise the quality of our lives. So on purpose that I work at the DA's office, no matter what anybody else say about him and and, 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 and and help people to look at themselves and look at the, the, the wrong that the, the 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 cognitive dissonance. Right. Right? And and for me, um, you know, I'm really like i I'm really like from the street because the world is a ghetto, B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. The, the, you, the, the girl, you know what oh, I'm, I'm saying, right. and, and, yeah. and, then, and then what tends to happen? I don't want accolades to separate me from, you know, from the street. Okay, you, you brought us over here, and this is where we at. So we need to assist in raising our consciousness, not to the consciousness that. Uh, the structure said is consciousness, Come on. but to uh, the human revolution of consciousness, to 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 raise, like you say, we gotta d- inherently every living being and every living thing has this purpose. Purpose because 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 Buddhism is is reason. This is a reason practice, and this practice is not it's not about cognitive dissonance at all. We tangibly look at consciously look at the Sanskrit. And we consciously study and practice, and we constantly help and love each other unconditionally, no matter the race, no matter the gender. You know what I'm saying? We respect each other from being human. Yeah. yeah, and we yeah. chant for the highest version of, of, of each other. Right.
0: right, you know, and that's the thing. If you, if you know Todd Jaluk's story, and he's been telling you, he's been dropping the pearls Amazing. exactly that yeah. this brother who has done some nefarious things, right? That's right. Is sitting, Life on Purpose. Life on Purpose. Right. What was... I I can't remember my tweetable moment. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But Life on Purpose. Y'all have been dropping it so much. So we've only got about 10 minutes left in the show. Mm -hmm. So I want to begin to say, you know, as as people who have heard the show and they say, I want to shift my life, I want to incorporate some of the practice. How do I begin? I mean, how do I begin to incorporate... (sighs) these things in my life and, and chances smiling so you know i'm gonna come to you brother how do i <laughs> how, how yeah. do i begin this 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 knowledge you know practice where do i start
1: uh well the benefit about this philosophy is that it's free you don't have to pay for the truth It never had um and we continue that ancestral knowledge that ancestral lineage lineage not his story but our story That's right. um you can begin chanting at your own home at your own leisure mm-hmm. um Make sure that you have, you know, the space for our, our lives is sacred, just as we treat our own lives. So you clear a space in your home that resonates something that you can have a clear space for your thoughts, for your the conditioning of your life. Um, have a focal point at your at your home and start chanting Nam Yaar Ningyekyo, Nam Yaar yang on, Nam yang on, bust it out, you know, uh, exhibit, put it in a song. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm saying? You know, um, when we think of that, we think of um, Angela Bassett. Yes. yes. And, and, and what's love got what's to do love with that? That is the biggest social construct of why people even understand in America, at least, what right. is right. Nami Oringa right? Because of that, the 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 Shock-a-boo. success mm-hmm. of that particular movie.
4: Shakabuku. Yeah.
1: So many right. people, Her the life, world. That yeah. life story. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, you think about tuna.
0: It, life on purpose, That's right. right? That's right. And and. Mm -hmm. And so people who are looking, and if if, if we just take Taja Luca, if we we take (laughs) Tina Turner, right, and we we take abusive relationship, we take life on the street here in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. right, life on the street here in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. right, and we say now we have life on purpose and how bringing these practices, Mm -hmm. right, of chanting and meditation in our lives, seeing the world and seeing internally who we are so that we can be the best version of ourselves. It has to happen. Mm -hmm. You, You see this. Right. You, you see this. So, chanting, what else has to happen?
1: I, I, I begin chanting or I begin meditating. Monday uh, nights, every Monday, the youth, fantastic, uh, you know, of our zone. Uh, we actually have a festival that we're pushing for. It's right in front of you. 50,000 Lions of Justice, a festival for 50,000 youth to gather across America. Uh, it's incorporating, I believe, six cities. Yes. Uh, to fight for the justice and dignity, like what Constance has been repeatedly stating, of every human life. So we're going to gather 50,000 young, excuse me, young people, youth across America and have a celebratory festival for the dignity and justice of each and every human life. Right. Uh, But every Monday, the youth division, uh, big shout out to Nina Henderson as well as um, Sean uh, Sean Lewis. Uh, Every Monday night at the uh, KaiCon, which is located at
3: 1331 Britannia Street yes. it's our Buddhist uh, cultural community center
1: every Monday every
3: Monday 7, 7 PM, p.m
1: standard Buddhist time SBT <laughs> a, that's when we that's
3: when
1: standard we time. that's yeah. when yeah. we boogie yeah. right yeah. Yeah. right but
3: you, time, you, know. yeah. you yeah. could also so we have our introduction introductory meetings right so um there's not one we go to the center to hold different types of meetings monthly activities but most of these meetings are taking place in our homes right and every just regular people's homes,
1: or every, famous people's homes,
3: or famous people's <laughs> homes. <laughs>
1: go to Wayne Shorter's <laughs> house, and Mogul, you know, like, it's what happens.
3: That's so. right. But you could also go on to www.sgiusa.org. They have an amazing website which pretty much lays out what is nam Horengaekeo. We didn't even we didn't even get a chance to really speak about what is Namyo Nam-myoho-renge-kyo. We got
0: time. Go ahead, Un- so, unpack it a little bit.
3: Nam is abbreviated from namaste, you know. Um,
0: exactly. Yoga. Basically de- Shout out to Church of Yoga.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. So it's basically devotion, um, myoho, to the mystic law, Renge, uh, a ca- cause and effect. The the lotus flower, also translated Renge, um, grows in muddy, muddy waters. That's it's right. actually a great exhibition on view throughout New Orleans called um it's p four uh the lotus in spite of the swamp. ironically, they chose New Orleans because it 's a very swampy city, but enough <laughs> uh, task, but it's a lotus flower that blooms um and seeds and at the same time stressing simultaneity, so devotion to the mystic law of cause and effect through chanting through education so um there's many different ways that you could actually go deeper in to that meaning. But that's what, it, that's what it really is about. Right. Devotion to the mystic law of cause and effect through chanting.
0: Devotion mm-hmm. to the mystic law of cause,
3: cause and, and effect, effect
0: through chanting. Cause and chan- effect. Cause and effect. And we have to understand this. Mm-hmm. Cause and effect. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Brother Will Smith the other day. Mm-hmm. And he dropped some knowledge. And everybody's kind of like, oh, let me, let me repost this, you know. Um, he talked about fault and responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. That it may not be our fault that something happened, but it's our responsibility, right? And how we deal with that, That's right. right? And so, understanding that and how does that play out every day? It's not our fault, right? But our responsibility. So, it's really because everybody's like, man, man, he's dropping wisdom. He's dropping. I'm reading this book also by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. But
1: Buddhism doesn't, it, it, it goes deeper. Buddhism mm-hmm. states that you chose. Even if you grew up in a desolate home, Mm -hmm. got shot at, walked the streets, whether it was your choice or not, you grew, you just were born into these circumstances that before you even came to this physical realm, you chose your set of circumstances Mm. to show the validity and the power of your life. That's why you even going through them in the first place, that physical work, that conditioning for your life to prove, not to nobody else, but yourself.
0: Right. right. And that's where the struggle piece comes in that we talked about earlier. Acknowledging the struggle and working through using the practices, using meditation and chanting and And the belief. And it's a strong belief Mm -hmm. that will guide
4: you through this period. There's nothing like this. (laughs)
3: There's 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 nothing like this. There's three tenets. It's called faith, practice and action. And it's cyclic meaning that you can't do one without the other. So whether you chant, whether you study, you always have to put into action, and it's continuously polishing that inner life condition, your inner life state, so you don't get stuck in hell.
0: Right, right. Man, I'm going to have to go home and, and, and <laughs> yeah. just sit with this, you know, with all the wisdom, all the pearls that you have dropped today on the What's Your Revolution show. I am grateful. I want to express my gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. My gratitude for Thank having that. Chance Powell Taja Luke and Constance Thompson thank share. Thank you for having
3: thank us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Us. Thank thank
0: you. Us. I appreciate it as we talk about self-care, meditation, chanting, and Buddhism, and how that helps us find the best versions of ourselves. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. That you've done something for yourself and that you've done something for others. A shout out to my producer Rachel Graham, yes. the man behind the thank wheels you. of steel, Rachel. Kendall the jazz man Williams. You, we you will see cool. you next week, and as always, be able to answer the most thought provoking question of your life What's your revolution? Take care, everyone.
3: As I look out my window, I see the little ones playing amongst each other with the water guns in pure poverty. Generations of good people in cycles of poverty. and bothers me, so I ask myself.